Welcome back to another episode of the Red River Shoutout. I'm your host, Thomas, and as always, I'm joined by Rob. How are you doing this morning, Rob? I'm doing good. I've already had two cups of coffee. I'm ready to go. Same here. Same here. So let's uh, let's jump right into uh, this Oklahoma-Nebraska game. I know I'll let you talk about it here in a second, but uh, you're calling for a 55-14 to 14 stomping, and it was not that. Uh, why don't you Money. go ahead and- not even close. I, I, online, I said, oh, OU's going to beat them by 30. And then they didn't. I mean, it was just like the Tulane game. You know, it's not that they – well, let's let's go into it, right? They, they were up 7-0. to zero. Uh, Nebraska kicked a field goal to make it 7-3. to three. Nobody scored in the second quarter. And then in the third quarter, OU had a one-yard touchdown pass from Rattler. Uh, to Hall to go up 14 to three, but then Nebraska goes down, they drive down, and they make it 14 to nine. And right here was one of the big plays. Oklahoma blocked the extra point, ran it back, and that made it 16 to nine instead of 14 to 10. I thought the game was, oh. I thought Oklahoma had the game. Oh, what, I thought they were going to start cruising after that. They had all the momentum and everything. Yeah, so a 16-9, and then fourth quarter, they get a two-yard touchdown run from Kennedy Brooks. They're up 23-9, to and it's the same as the Tulane game. That's what I meant. Like, it's 23-9. to I'm like, we got this. I'm relaxing. And then here comes Nebraska. You know, but they scored again. But before they scored again, they had that amazing – interception that one-handed interception and that was with eight minutes left in the game so if that if they would end up punching that in just look how different the game would have been that the blocked field goal, the blocked extra point and that interception it took those two plays to at least keep us from no we would have lost we would have lost if we if because they would have probably beat us by one right yeah and they had they had two missed field goals from over 50 so if just one of those goes in and you know that pick doesn't happen or if that one field goal goes in they probably don't even throw on that fourth and 18 fourth and 17 they probably kick a field goal and go down by four and then have a chance to win at the end again you know so yeah, that yeah pick was- two, two two huge plays i mean after this game and the Tulane game, it's like, come on, dudes. Like, you were, you guys are by far more talented. You're more athletic than these guys you're playing. Like, step it up. Like, what are they waiting for? I mean, isn't that, that's it for the, for the uh, non-conference schedule. Now they're getting ready to get into the Big 12. They need to step it up. I don't know what's wrong with them. There's people online saying... You know, if you criticize Oklahoma for that win, like, I don't know what they said after that, but I was thinking, why can't you criticize them? Was it that big of a game? I mean, none of these kids know what Nebraska rivalry is. Was it pressure of beating them? I I don't know what it is, but comfortably up 23 to 9. Comfortably. And they, they, they give the other team a chance to win. Yeah, that's... That's not gonna. That's not gonna work when you start playing 
teams like good teams in the Big Twelve. Like there's I we have good teams in the Big Twelve. Let's not act like they're all horrible. Um but yeah, they, Oklahoma needs to figure out their I don't know if it's just they get too relaxed and like, okay, we got it or whatever, but I was kinda I was watching the game and I didn't see that many big plays down the field. Like it looked like no. Nebraska, Nebraska made them work for every touchdown, which uh, kudos to OU's offense. They they put together five or seven to ten play drives, which is impressive. Which is good, you know. That's good football as well. But I didn't see like the deep shots or people running wide open. So you know, maybe Nebraska saw something on film, and other teams might yeah. take away from. Yeah, I mean, they said Tulane kind of gave them the blueprint on how to hang with them. But here's something interesting. And I don't, did you watch the game? Yes, I did. Okay, I don't know when this was. I don't know what the score was at the time. But the ball game was tight. It seemed like Oklahoma really couldn't move the ball. I mean, they they didn't even score in the second quarter. So it might have been the second quarter. I'm I'm really not sure. But at one time, Rattler was like 11 for 12 or 12 for 13. And so I, I said uh, to my friend that was here, I was like, why aren't they just throwing it? I mean, if this guy has an over 90% completion percentage, why don't they just throw it? I don't understand why they can't move the ball, but yeah, I don't know. I know because like Rattler finished 24 of 34 for 214 yards. Yeah. 24. 20- 24 completions for only 214 yards. That's not very good. That's like throwing the ball maybe five yards. So he, they definitely weren't hitting yeah. the deep shots. Yeah, just just like the, the last win they had, he threw like 235 yards. Martinez mm-hmm. threw more yards than him. Who would have known that? Martinez had 289. He was yeah. 19 for 25 for 289. And he would add over 300 if that interception wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that that interception was big. Oh yeah, and just the way the way the guy just stuck up his paw and caught it, I, like it was probably one of the best interceptions I've seen. It kind of goes on, it goes along the line with the um, yard playing Oklahoma State a few years back, and they batted the ball back in, and the guy caught it. That like that's an yeah. awesome interception. But this one, it was an amazing play by a guy. So if um, you think about it, right? Look at this. You you, you said it was fourth and seventeen. Mm-hmm. So where was the ball at when they threw that interception? He was on. He, the- he sh- no, I know they were on the three when he intercepted it, but where where was Nebraska at? The twenty. Because yeah, see that if he would have just knocked the ball down, he could have gave Oklahoma seventeen yards. But then you wouldn't have that amazing interception. So yeah, it all worked. And out also, the also there was a play, and I don't remember how much it affected it. But Nebraska had that kickoff, and it was getting ready to roll out of bounds, and our guy jumped on it, and we had the ball inside the 10. We had to start inside the 10 instead of the 35. I don't know how big of an impact that had, but that was a bonehead play. Yeah. I, I think there's things Oklahoma, like Oklahoma can work on, and which is, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing, you know, having things that you can that the coaches can teach these kids, like, look – we can't get relaxed now. Like, you know, we're not perfect. You know, this week in general was a weird week in college football. We, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more yeah. later on the show. But 
Before yeah, we up? move on, before we move on to the Texas game, you spoke about that they're not throwing the ball deep. Jaden Hasselwood was the leading receiver for Oklahoma. Six receptions for 61 yards. That's not even, I mean, you should have, you should have 35, 45 yards on one pass. Like, they didn't hit anybody deep. Yeah, yeah usually, like, it's six receptions for 120 and yeah. two touchdowns. Like, yeah. That, so. And all three wins are at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So let's see what happens when they, when they go on the road to Iowa State. Or or now West Virginia, who I respect a little bit more. Like yeah. just wait, just wait. So, uh, also the one thing I was noticing is that Rattler was still throwing a ball into double coverage. Like he had two balls that should have been picked, but luckily his receivers turned into great DBs and broke the plays up. So there's still some decision making made going on with Rattler that's not the best. Agree. So let's yeah let's move on to this Texas game. Um, I, so Texas played Rice. They're supposed to win by twenty five, but they end up winning by fifty eight. They kind of had the score that you predicted for the Nebraska game. Yeah. Um, did you and get to watch? Even, the- they didn't even score in the fourth quarter, and they won fifty eight to zero. I I didn't expect them to beat them that bad. I, I really I, I really didn't. I I wasn't I didn't think I. I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but because like our O line wasn't very good, hasn't been very good the past two games. But per like this is from the broadcast and the broadcast saying the coaches say it, but like Rice's two defensive linemen that they have are like actual NFL scout or NFL prospects. So you know, I was like, okay, I'm interested to see how well we can do against them. Um, yeah. I think. From take away from the game, pretty much. Uh, o line looked good in the run game, but we still need work in the pass game. We allowed Casey to get hit like three times, and on one of his on Casey had one pick because um, the lineman got free and smacked him right in the face, and the ball just flittered. So I really don't like. If he had some blocking, I think Casey would have hit the deep post that was open. Um, I like what I saw from our from our coaching staff getting our playmakers in, in more involved. Our defense looked great on the line. Uh, we're we're uh, stuffing up run, rushing lanes. The CBs weren't tested that much, but still made plays. Um, the only thing I would like to see in that game would have been uh, Cameron Dicker get a chance to kick a field goal. We got our backup kicker halfway through the game to let him have some kicks out of PAT. But – you know, we had three rushing touchdowns over 60 yards. You know, Robinson had one for 60 or like 61. Then uh, Roshan had one for 70. And then we have the transfer from Alabama, Keelan Robinson, had one for 62. Like, those guys, when they get in the open field, you're not going to catch those guys. Like, so, and we had, yeah, so we had six rushing touchdowns, even our freshmen. Uh, true freshman Jonathan Brooks had a rushing touchdown. He was had nine carries for 63 yards. We ended up with 427 rushing yards in the game. And that's, that's, that's just great. But that's what we needed to see from the O-line is we need to be able to push people, make holes, 
and not small holes. These were some big holes these guys were running through. Yeah. Um, Casey looked good. He was 15 of 18 for 164 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he like we didn't really ask him to do too much. Like, you know, we didn't put the game on his shoulders or anything like that. And our run game was was just working too well for him to have to put. But he did look good throwing the ball. You know, Xavier Worthy had seven catches for 88 yards and a touchdown. So, like, overall, the game looked great. Like, we were, you know, just what we needed to get the confidence back going into the Big 12 play next week. Um, the defense, you know, they Rice got into the red zone twice, and we stopped them in the red zone twice. Uh, they missed the field goal from, like, 30 yards out, which mm. was lucky because – they kicked a, their lineup and kick a 25 yard of field goal and it, they snapped the ball and we blocked it, but they said it was the play of game. So they backed him up five yards and he still missed it. So I guess the ball doesn't lie in football either. There you go. But yeah, so like, you know, watching the game was, I was happy, you know, we went, we took the first series, went down and scored. And then we just, we didn't make, I didn't see too many bonehead penalties or, just mistakes out there. It looked kind of uh, a little cleaner, a little crisper. And that's, that's good to see. Like, if you have a bad game against Arkansas, come back. You have a good game against Rice. And now it's time to take that momentum into the Big 12 and Tech next week. So that's... This is where it gets exciting. Yes, very much so, for sure. People can talk all the trash they want about the Big 12, but you and I, our teams are in the Big 12, and... It's just so exciting. And what I do, I mean, I love, like I said, I probably, I sorry said it earlier in one of the other episodes, but I don't care if it's, you know, that game they had Alabama and Florida. You know, if Iowa State's playing West Virginia, that's the game I'm watching. I just love the Big 12. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand. Like, that's because you want to see, I want to see with my own eyes who I'm playing against. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, I know, I have, don't matter to me. Uh, yeah. I have a little – I kind of cheat a little bit, and I have a two-TV set up here. And yeah. So I'll put, I'll put one game on the second TV, and I'll watch that when the other games are on a commercial break. But let's, uh, let's, let's dive into this week of the Big 12. Um, just a couple of takeaways I had. The Big 12 showed up this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, we went 7-0 and versus in our non-conference games this week. It's pretty good. And so we'll talk about our first game. Uh, Number 15, Virginia Tech was at West Virginia. And, man, this ended up being 27-21 West Virginia with the win. Um, You know, West Virginia jumped out to a big lead and had to make a great stop at the end. Um, Did you get the – did you see any of this game at all? No. So I, I it was actually it was during the Oklahoma game, so I didn't get the I didn't watch yeah, so much of it yeah. either. But um, just kind of going back and watching it a little bit, like I knew Virginia. they were up twenty four to seven, and I was like, wow, I yeah, think that, I picked Virginia Tech to win. Yeah, we both did. Yeah, but that was yeah, like them being up so big, but they kind of did what Oklahoma did and kind of let them back into the game, and yeah, they they had to make a great stop on fourth and goal to win the game. But West yeah. Virginia still still looked good. Like, yeah, Virginia Tech's the top 
you know, it was a top 15 team. So it was impressive. Um, and so my kind of question to you is, who would you, like, for right now, we'll, we'll do this in a second, actually. Yeah. But so, so my next game, I have Nevada at Kansas State. And I didn't know this, but Kansas State, their quarterback, Skylar Thompson, is out. And they had their backup quarterback in. But Kansas State just, like, just beat them completely. It was never really in close. It was 38-17, to 17, Kansas State. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of misled you, or from from. I thought Nebraska. I, to, I thought Nevada would do better. I thought I, I thought they do too. They have like the their quarterback is a legit draft prospect. I thought he would be better than he was, but you know Kansas State looked different. You know maybe this quarterback is a little bit more of a passer than a thrower, like Sky, or yeah. he's a passer better than a he's better a passer than a runner. Like Skyler is, but I know you know Kansas State could be dangerous coming into the Big Twelve. Yeah, their leading receiver had seven catches for 121 yards. That's unheard of in Kansas State. Yeah, hey, that's back from the days of Tyler Lockett was there. That's that's the guy you got to cover. Mm-hmm. Oh no, the, the the leading passer was actually from Nevada, so I don't know why it's that. Maybe he just didn't have a touchdown, but. Yeah, that's pretty good. Seven receptions, under twenty-one yards. Yeah. So uh, we both picked Nevada on that one. We then, suck. Yeah, this this week wasn't great for us, but no, it was good for the Big Twelve, but not for us. Yeah. Um, the next, our next game was Baylor at Kansas. Um, Baylor just, you know. Yeah, destroyed them. Destroyed them, forty-five to seven. Hey, so let me say this real quick. We we both said this is the the battle of the bottom, but there's there's a big gap between Baylor and Kansas. So maybe Baylor isn't number nine. Maybe there's another team, but it's hard to tell because everybody looked good this week. Yeah, yeah. So we know who number ten is. Yeah, Kansas. Have, yeah, we just have we just have to figure out who the one through nine are. <clears throat> So the next game we have um, is FIU at Texas Tech, and Texas Tech was faded by twenty-one. They won fifty-four to seven. Tech looked good on O, and their defense is playing better. They might actually have a defense now. I used to, yeah. Used to you just go to Texas Tech, and the first one to seventy would win. Yeah, I mean the offense looked good. They scored twenty-eight points in the second quarter, so. You know, oh, you can't score. Tw- I mean, they did against to uh, who was it? Whatever that pay per view team was, there uh, Western Carolina or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So the the next game we have is Oklahoma State at Boise. Uh, we both picked Boise. Yeah, and it ended up being uh, Oklahoma State won twenty one to twenty. This is a late game. I kind of caught the highlights at the end of it, but. I don't think anybody scored in the second half of the game. They didn't. Yeah, so. Jalen uh, Warren from Oklahoma State had 218 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So I look out for that dude. Yeah. How do you how do you not score in the second half? I don't, I don't know. That's crazy. That's, that's surprising. But I know at the, there was some, like, contra- like 
the highlights then is controversial ending. Um, you know, Oklahoma State fumbled the ball. Boise State had a chance to go down and score, and they kicked a field goal and missed. Um, so Boise State had a chance to win at the end of the game or in the fourth quarter, but they just missed the field goal. Hmm. Um, so, you know, we kind of thought Oklahoma State would might be the number nine team, but they went yeah, to be a, yeah. be a good Boise State team. So, who knows? Yeah, it's a big win. Yeah. And then our last game is Iowa State at UNLV. They won 48-3. to Good bounce back game for them. Yeah. It finally looked like they found their offense. You know, Purdy had three passing touchdowns and Bryce Hall had over 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So yeah, 100, 160 yards. Oh, wow. Is that? No, it's 100. Never mind. My screen's 100. dirty. Brock Purdy, dude, 21 of 24. That's pretty efficient. Three right touchdowns. There. That That's good. I don't know. UNLV's 0 and 3. So who knows? Yeah, but still, like, it's, it's still difficult to only draw, have three incompletions against air. So doing it against like, like live people, you know. Yeah. I think it was a good game for Iowa State. So we talked about this last week, but I, I want to give Kansas State the, the win of the week. Really? Um, I think, yeah, going in. West beating, Virginia beat Virginia Tech. Oklahoma State beat Boise, and you're going to give it to Kansas State? Yeah, because wow. they won. They won by 21 against a better team, hmm. and and with the backup quarterback. See, that's 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 the kicker for me is the backup quarterback was in the game to win the game. So, I, I agree. Like West Virginia and Oklahoma State both had good wins, but Kansas State, you know, Nevada it was two and zero at the time. Yeah. Um, so, so who do you, who do you want to give the, who's your win of the week? Well, I wanted to give it to Oklahoma state, even though I hate them, but the fact that they couldn't score in the second half hurts them, but they also didn't allow Boise state to score. So that helps them, but I got to go with West Virginia, buddy. I mean, they beat a team that was undefeated ranked 15 in the nation. Mm-hmm. They only scored three points in the second half, though. They got outscored 14-3 in the second half. Like you said, they kind of did the Oklahoma, but... Hmm, makes me want to change my mind a little bit. <laughs> and see, I, I'll give it to Oklahoma State on the road uh, in the blue carpet. I'll give it to Oklahoma State. Okay. So, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's a difficult decision. There's, like, three really good wins. Um... And just that backup quarterback for K State kind of gave me the gave me the jump or the kicker for them to be the my win yeah. of the week. So let's go into our marquee matchups. We had Cincinnati at Indiana, which was a great game. Again, it's another eleven o'clock game. Yeah, but Indiana had the game like they're leading for most of the time, and then. Cincinnati was able to come back to win 38-24. We both took Cincinnati on that one. Yeah. Then the the next game we had was Michigan State at Miami. You know, Michigan State kind of, once they got the lead, they never let go. It was 38-17. We both took Michigan State on that one. Miami sucks. That's what I said last time. 
Yeah. And then we had probably I'm fine, the best. I'm finally right about something. <laughs> yeah. All right. We finally have we had a really good game with Alabama at Florida. Like it yeah. was. Alabama I was at the baseball game and I saw the the guy there is a. Uh, I can't remember what he likes, but he was watching that game on his computer, and I was like, "What? It's thirty-one to twenty-nine." Yeah, because like Alabama jumped out early, like real early. Like, they were up twenty-one to three, and then yeah. Florida kind of comes back, and then you know Florida makes it thirty-one twenty-nine and misses a two-point conversion, which was I think the worst call in football. They ran a zone read, mm. and the quarterback and the Running back couldn't decide on who's gonna get the ball, and so they lost. That Florida lost thirty-one twenty-nine, but it was a good game. I think it shows that Bama's not. I don't think Bama's gonna just walk through the SEC into the national championship game. I think no, they they might have a struggle, but Florida's a really good team. Yeah. So, I think in college football, and you you're probably gonna agree with this, that the home field advantage is big. Oh, it's yeah. big. It's bigger than it is in in the NFL. It's bigger than it is in baseball, and I think that's what helped Florida. And that's what I wanted to point out earlier, but I didn't. Oklahoma that game against Tulane because of Hurricane Ira or Ida, whatever it was, they moved that game to Oklahoma, so they've played all three of their games at home. Like, just yeah. imagine if they would have played at Nebraska. Who knows? Uh, Who knows what would have happened? Uh, it would have been a different story. I, I still think Oklahoma might have won that game, but it probably have been well. It was close already, so who knows? Yeah, it's like they're just doing enough to win. Like mm-hmm. beat somebody, beat a good team, and beat them. Yeah, you're not. You're not gonna make even if you run the table in the Big Twelve. If this is the kind of wins you have, you're not gonna get invited uh, to the Final Four, or whatever it's called, the College Football Playoffs. No, you got to get some better wins than this. Well, maybe if they're undefeated. I don't know. If they're undefeated, I think they'll have a good shot because I think the SEC and the Pac-12 are kind of like eat each other up. You know, the SEC will sit in at least one. The Pac-12 probably won't. The Big Ten will. I don't know. Like like I said, we'll talk about the rest of the teams later. Yeah, go ahead. So we have the, the nightcap on ABC, Auburn at Penn State. I took Penn State. You took Auburn. Penn State ended up winning twenty-eight to twenty. It was a good game. I kind of yeah. I watched I watched it on my small TV to during the Texas game, um, but it was a good game. Like they were going back and forth, trading the lead. It was, it was an entertaining game to watch. Um, and then Arizona State at BYU was our last one. You took BYU. I took Arizona State. And BYU won twenty-seven to seventeen. Yes. So it looks like we both went four. We both were see. I we were both we, we, nine and four this week. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. So you yeah. know, looking at the top, looking at the top twenty-five, UCLA was thirteen at home against Fresno State, and they lost. That's the, yeah, that I watched the highlights of that this morning and that QB for Fresno State, like he took a shot to his hip and the last two throw, touchdown throws he made, 
every time he threw the ball, you could see him wincing in pain. So I give credit to that dude. That dude, well, he went 39 for 53, 455 yards and two touchdowns. He had an interception, but he looked good beating UCLA. Yeah. Flipping through the scores, Georgia, 140-13. Oregon's number four. They won big. Clemson won again. A&M Barely. looked good. A&M won 34-0 against New Mexico. What else haven't we talked about? Notre Dame won. I hate Notre Dame. Uh, I'll, Coastal I'll, Carolina. Close won game. by three to Buffalo. So, going back to Ohio State, I know they won by 21, but... Tulsa was in that yeah, Tulsa was in that game the whole yeah. time until they threw a pick six at the end. But they it was a close game. I don't something's up with Ohio State and they don't look like themselves. Like Chris Olave didn't even have a catch in the game or until when I started stopped watching it. But yeah, so there's something going on with them. Penn you know, Penn State might be this might be Penn State's year to come out of the yeah. Big Ten and Go to the playoffs. Penn State had that big win at home, and then it was also a whiteout game. I think that the, I mean, they have great fans, and and mm-hmm. there's like, isn't there like a hundred thousand people fit in that stadium? I think it looked like it for sure. It definitely yeah. sounded like it. Or is that Ohio State? One of them holds a hundred thousand. It's big. Yeah, I think both of them do really. Yeah, whiteout game. So, yeah, then. You know, go looking down, like Arizona State lost, Miami lost, and Auburn all lost. So there was Michigan's six. Michigan's three and zero. But I was kind of looking at them, and I don't know if they really played anybody. No. Ole Miss so, is three and zero. Ole Miss beat Tulane sixty-one to twenty-one, and somebody pointed that out yesterday. It's like okay, OU fans, look what Ole Miss is doing to Tulane, and you almost got beat by them. Yeah, but so that's like that's kind of as a, so as a OU fan, does that does that make you concerned a little bit, or are you just like it's concerning when you just see the score and that mm-hmm. the quarterback from Mississippi had three hundred thirty five yards passing and three touchdowns, and I and I bet uh, Spencer Rattler hasn't even hit three hundred yet. I, I don't think so. Not in the game. I, I don't think he has. So. I think he will, though. He needs to air it out. I, I think he will. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, probably against. Know, he'll probably have his best game this year against Texas for some reason. But that's a that's in a couple more. We got three more weeks of that game. So yeah. But so yeah, like you know, the top twenty-five. There's going to be some shakeup this week. Um, the top twenty-five poll. Um, maybe uh. Well, Texas is when they can get back into it. Michigan State will get into the top 25. Um, we'll see if any other Big 12 schools can move up into it. Because I know there's been some on the cusp. You know, they've been getting votes. But, you know, maybe uh, Oklahoma State. West Virginia deserves to be up in it, up in the 20, top 25. So, Do you think Oregon jumps Oklahoma? See, that's the – like, I was kind of watching the – the box, like the box score, the game cast of that game, and Oregon was only up fourteen to seven, going halfway through the third, and they just poured it on late on Stony Brook. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, like, they had a big win. Oklahoma's has a blowout against a nobody in two close games, and they're still number three. Yeah, I, I think, Iowa, dude, Iowa. I, I would rank Iowa higher than them based so, on what they've been doing. And my and my top twenty-five poll, I have my top my top ten is Bama, Georgia, Iowa, Oregon, Penn State, OU, Cincy, Clemson, and A and M, and then Notre I'm okay, Dame. I'm okay with that. So, I'm okay with OU not being three like they are. I mean, no, you know, they're. Let me tell you this: If Oklahoma started the year ranked twenty-five, they wouldn't be number three. No. Yeah, that preseason thing is why they're up there. It's not. It's not because of how they've been playing. It's just the potential is why they're number three, and that's it. It's the only reason. And that's why I kind of like name my own top twenty-five and just looking at the teams that's always played. Like I use the AP top twenty-five to kind of. Make sure I'm realistic. Yeah, you know, I necessarily want to put A and M as a, a, you know, top ten, but I know what they have. Like you can't like they have a great defense. They have a lot of defensive talent on the defensive line. Um, their offensive line seems getting better. Uh, I know they lost their quarterback, so they got breaking this new guy. So, but you know, who knows? Good. Them. Yeah. So. Let's you know. Let's move on to our uh, touchdown and turnovers. Ooh, let's do it. All right. Um, I'll read one. I got two. How many do you have right now? I have two. All right. Cool. So you, I'll let you start, and then I'll do one, and then I'll you'll go, and then I'll finish with one. I kind of ruined mine just now, but I shouldn't have said it earlier. But turnover touchdown. Oklahoma is the third best team in the nation. Uh, I I would have to say turnover right now. Um, they definitely aren't showing it on the field. I think on paper they could be. They are the third best team. They have a lot of talent. Their defense looks good. Um, but on the field right now, they're not showing that a number three team. I see turnover as well. Okay, so this one's um. Switching channels during your game is not allowed. Like, as I mean, your game, like the Oklahoma game, the Texas game, like. No, it's not allowed. Yeah. So it's not allowed. So that's touchdown, right? right. If I agree with that. Oh, yeah. I, 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 dude. The OU game, my life revolves around that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just... like, hey, let's go here. On Saturday, okay, well, OU plays at 11. Okay, OU plays at 7. So, yeah, I don't change the channel. No. Okay, yeah, same here. I, I don't, I, that, I, once OU, like, once the Texas game's on, I'll put it on, like, five minutes before it starts, and I take the remote, and I hide it under, under some cushions so my daughter can't get to it. But, yeah, it's, you don't change the channel. Yeah, I don't. I don't flip to another team, another game during halftime. Even during halftime, it's on that channel. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. It's definitely a touchdown, and especially at my house. There, there will come a time when Oklahoma's playing in a night game, and the Astros will have a playoff game, and I'll bring the TV out from the other room. Oh, I'll yeah. be. I'll do the d- dual TV like you. I won't do the split screen or the picture in picture, but. 
Yeah, I'll just bring a whole new TV out. And I have, they're both the same TVs. And I don't know if you do this, but if, if you have one muted and the other one not muted, and you hit the mute button, it mutes that one and unmutes the other one, which if you want to hear the other one. So it's, that's a little tip for you. Okay. That bad. All right. So my next one is after the non-conference schedule, and it's different for us because we're different teams, you are confident that your team will win the Red River rivalry. Touchdown or turnover? You're confident Texas will beat Oklahoma. Uh, by pausing, I have to say turnover. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'll say there's a chance. Like, Texas always has a chance to, no matter, like, it's a rivalry game, no matter what the records are. We, it's we, not a chance. Do you think they're going to beat them? No. But, yeah, do you have confidence? I, so, yeah, you don't. You don't. I don't have, like, it's, I'm not 100% going to be like, yeah, we're going to go in there and kick, the, like, we're going to kick their ass. No, it's. There's a, well, yeah, we can we can give, win game, give but, your give your confidence level a percentage. Uh, I would say like sixty percent that they'll beat Texas. I mean that they'll beat Oklahoma. Yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty confident. It's it's on the higher side, but like then like you think about it, it's like yeah yeah that will be Oklahoma no matter what, and then it's like the Arkansas game pops in your mind like ah. Shit. Well, my so, answer my answer is touchdown i'm confident that will win but my percentage is 51 just enough okay just barely enough to be confident okay so i guess i, I guess it's I, I it's a touchdown for me too it's just i'm not 100 percent confident yeah if I'm, it's over I'm, 50 right if it's over 50 it's confidence i yeah. I, I thought yours would be 49 49 percent no i i think like this year the way i've been watching both teams and kind of the defense that we installed kind of plays into slowing down Oklahoma into that. So And Oklahoma be- like you said, dude, again, Oklahoma hasn't shown the threat of a, a deep pass. They haven't they that I mean that's what opens up the run game too, you know, like but yeah, I don't know what's wrong with them, but hopefully they get it going next week. All right. So for our last one I have the best bread at a restaurant is Texas Roadhouse Rolls. Ooh. I don't know about that. Have you ever had the ones from, uh, what's that other Roadhouse? Logan's? Have you ever had that one? Yeah, I have, I have actually never been to Logan's. But anyway, I'll say touchdown because here's what I do. If I go to Texas Roadhouse... I, they're like, here, you want some bread? I'm like, no. Bring me the bread when you bring me my food because I'm going to be full. Yeah. If, if, if you, and then they want to, hey, you want another basket? No. Leave me alone. I need my appetite to eat this $20 steak. Leave me alone. Yeah. I, that, that's a smart move. We don't do too well with that move. It's bring on the rolls. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll just take the rest of our food home. Dude, if you eat, if you eat four rolls... Before your dinner, you've already eaten like 2,000 calories, especially yeah. with that honey butter. Uh-huh. I know. Trust me, I know. So, but yeah, um, you know, this is another week. Week three is down. We've on to week four. 
Um, for Rob, this is Thomas, and hopefully I'll catch you all in the next episode. See you. <laughs>